Dan Holder with Holder Wealth Management with me today. Dan, good to see you. Good to see you too, Jim. And we're going to talk about today, you've got Holder Wealth Management and you've also got, you know, Holder and Associates. Right. And, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're separate but equal, I guess, as, right. as far as, you know, when you handle your clients. And that's kind of one of those things, you know, you have investment advisors that maybe don't know all the tax implications when, exactly. when, when they're working with people. Right. Yeah, and the failure to take into account the income tax implications of an investment decision can, uh, can be tragic or have tragic outcomes. Uh, there are a lot of individuals out there who claim to be financial planners but have, they're only money managers in reality and have no expertise or understanding of the complexities of income or state tax. Mm-hmm. For example, last week I had received an email from an individual who, who claims to be a financial planner uh, regarding a mutual client for whom I prepare tax returns. The client's 85 years of age, failing health, and has a large posi- position in a single blue-chip stock. The planner advised the client to sell the stock so as to reduce risk through diversification. Mm-hmm. Well, what the planner failed to consider was the stock, w- the sale would generate almost $60,000 of federal n- uh, and state income tax, which represented about 20% of the total value of the portfolio. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, there was a guarantee that the client's going to lose 20% automatically, <laughs> right, right out of the box. Sure. And uh, so uh, uh, the capital gains issues and the corresponding tax liability are, are eliminated at death. So what the advisor should have said was, or should have considered was, what is the risk of the stock going down by more than 20% in the limited time this individual has left on, the, on this earth? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. They didn't do it. Um, I've also seen... Uh, Planners rebalance accounts with no regard to the adverse tax consequences. Uh, the equity to fixed income ratios uh, sometimes get out of balance, usually get out of balance if the stock market goes up or fixed income is sold. Uh, and it's usually av- advisable to reduce the equity exposure when this happens. However, if this triggers a huge tax liability, it should certainly be discussed with a client beforehand. I, I do that with my clients. And uh, more often than not, they will uh, agree to assume greater equity exposure in their portfolios rather than pay the capital gains tax. Mm-hmm. And that, that's money gone forever when they pay that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if a client has a, uh, an IRA account and a regular account, uh, I'll look at the global overall global uh, asset allocation and rebalance inside the IRA where there's no tax implications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Estate planning, same thing. Uh, for example, uh, let's say a, uh, one spouse is, is, is failing and there's a, the other spouse is healthy. Uh, oftentimes I will advise the, the, the healthy spouse to transfer their assets to the spouse that's, that's uh, on their deathbed because they get a step up in basis when the, mm-hmm. that spouse dies. Of course, obviously, they ha- the, the surviving spouse has to be the beneficiary, otherwise mm-hmm. they lose out. Sure. But uh, just a, just a word of caution to 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 individuals who are looking for financial planners is that you uh, you need to have somebody who is well versed in both income and estate tax because you know whatever benefit you may derive from their portfolio management may be lost completely as a result of poor income tax planning. You think that first example you gave maybe the financial planner meant well just didn't consider didn't everything? consider it just absolutely didn't consider it. I mean they absolutely thought you know. We need to reduce the risk in that portfolio, but it was a very good stock, and it was the likelihood of that going down by more than 20% during his remaining life expectancy was was remote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you pay that tax, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's out of the portfolio. 
Do you think that's what sets you apart a little bit, maybe for others, since you since you are, you are versed in not only financial planning but you know all the tax and the laws and everything? Oh, I like think that? so. I, th- I mean, we do. Uh, we uh, always consider the income tax implications and uh, the the estate tax implications of any type of investment decision that we make for our clients. Uh, mm-hmm. And like I said, if if there's going to be a huge tax liability. Uh, we're going to talk to the client before we do anything. We're not going to we're not going to just willy nilly uh, sell stock and generate taxes that that don't need to be generated. We're uh, you know July first today, um, first part of the year as far as investments in the stocks. Any anything to take away from the first six seven months of the year? Well, it's been a good good uh, good run in the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're up about six or seven percent so far uh, this year. Hopefully, it will sustain itself. But uh, I don't know. Uh, from one day to the next, what the market's <laughs> going to do, and I, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. I, what I'm concerned about is what it's going to do over a person's lifetime. Sure. Dan Holder with uh, Holder Wealth Management. Uh, if anybody wants to get in contact, maybe a second opinion, other questions about this, how do we go about doing that? Uh, just give me a call at 217-398-4015. Dan, thanks for coming in today. Thanks, Jim.